Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Stories like this pop up from time to time, and the stories really tick people off. But I've never seen the resolution of the story in the news. But these stories must get resolved. So I don't know if they resolve quickly or if they take a long time. I don't remember ever seeing a story where somebody said, here's what happened and how we resolved this issue. But this story is about somebody who just bought a house. They were preparing to move in and somebody else moved in before them and said, no, it's our house. And of course, the police get called and the police go, it sounds like a civil matter. So we've heard stories like this before, but I'm going to explain to you at the end the two possible solutions that can be done pretty quickly. Maryland couple says strangers have moved into the home they just bought and refused to leave. A Prince George's County couple had just signed a contract with a bank to buy a home when the wife says she drove by the property and saw a U-Haul in the driveway with other people moving in. So on Thursday, she saw the people moving in. Friday, they were still there because they'd moved in and they were refusing to leave. So the couple called up their real estate agent and now the agent is who's speaking to the news. The, the couple doesn't want to get involved with the news media. But the agent says, she, referring to the wife, panicked a little and called me and said, what's happening here? So fearing for their own safety, they asked the agent to speak on their behalf about the people they say are blocking them from moving into their new home. It seems as though someone has totally tried to take possession of the property, says the real estate agent. Now, the TV station went by and saw at least two men at the home, and there are now signs posted telling people to stay away, stay away, one day after the realtor says the men showed up at the home and moved in. Now, the real estate agent showed the TV station the couple's contract to purchase the home, and the home apparently was previously vacant and foreclosed. So I'm guessing they probably did buy this from the bank, but the point is that they've got the documents to prove it. And the real estate agent says, we have an agreed, signed, ratified contract with the bank. When the new owners confronted the people moving in, the agent says they showed them what the men said was a lease for the property. And the couple then called the police. Once the police were on site, they took a look at the lease and said it was not accurate. It was not correct, according to the real estate agent. But when the TV station tried to talk to men inside the home, they said a man named Quinn, Quinn, had the lease for the house. They said he was their uncle, but said they didn't know his last name, and then they declined to answer any other questions. So the agent says, right now my clients are highly upset. We just don't know what to do at this point. It should not be taking this long for this to be addressed. Now, Prince George's County Police confirms that an officer did go to the house on Thursday, but at this point they say it looks more like a civil matter for the sheriff. So... I've always seen them say it's a civil matter, sue them. But they go, it's a civil matter for the sheriff. So I'm not sure what they mean by that. But the couple says that's not good enough. They want answers from the bank about how the people were able to get into the house in the first place. Um, drills, I'm suspecting. Or maybe they busted a window. It's not hard to get into an unoccupied house. So how they got in is not the tricky part. So we've heard of this before, both where someone just sees a vacant house and goes, hey, a vacant house. I bet I can move in and nobody would notice. So people just move into a vacant house. The other one is a common Craigslist type scam where somebody advertises a vacant house and goes, I have a house for rent. Do you want to rent the house? And I make it to where I can get into the house and show it to people because I know it's vacant. And when you contact me through Craigslist, I meet you out there. I walk you through the house. I present you with a lease, which I got off the internet five minutes earlier. 
and you sign the lease, you hand me a bunch of cash, and I skedaddle. And I skedaddle. And of course, if that's what happened to somebody, then they have a cause of action against the person who ripped them off, which is the Craigslist scammer, not the actual owner of the house. If that person wasn't working for the owner of the house, they've got no right to lease the house to somebody, rent it to somebody. So now getting back to what you would do, two things. One is I'm a lawyer. So I can give you the the most uh, legal answer here is that if you've got the documentation to prove you just bought the house from the rightful owner who was the bank, and you've got all the documentation in in place, and it's filed with whoever you file it with in your state, uh, you could file a lawsuit today, and and it would literally take you about a half hour, hour to draft the lawsuit. And I'm talking about an attorney would do this. You draft the lawsuit, you get it filed. Now, if today is Sunday, so uh, you you'd want you need to file it, I think, on Monday. You file the lawsuit on Monday, and you immediately ask for a temporary restraining order and injunction to oust the people from the home. And you would file the lawsuit, and, and if you don't have the people's names, that might be a little trickier. But hopefully when the police went out there, they got some information. But you could name them as John Doe's one and two. And the only tricky part here would be to convince the court that you could serve these people. But you can file the lawsuit, and the day you file the lawsuit, once it gets assigned to a judge, you can then ask for an emergency hearing on a temporary restraining order. And you would say, we bought a house, have the paperwork to prove it. We can submit that to court right now. There are squatters in there, trespassers in there. There are people in there with no legal right to be in there. And we want them out now. And you would argue in a temporary restraining order setting that there's a high likelihood of us succeeding on the merits because we own the house. And we can prove that to you. And it's apparent what's happened is either these people are running a scam or they were scammed. But to oust them from the house won't hurt them because they're going to get ousted anyways. And on top of that, they have a strong likelihood that they're going to lose on the merits because they're not going to be able to produce a lease with us, the true owners of the home. Now, an injunction like that might take a few days to get, but what generally happens is the court rules on the injunction and then also says, but you've got to serve this on them ASAP so we can have a hearing on this, a show cause hearing, to determine whether the injunction becomes permanent or not. And I have a sneaky feeling when you serve these two guys with paperwork, they're not going to show up in court and say, Your Honor, we think we... No, they're going to disappear. So that would probably resolve it. The other angle here is that... Now, I, I looked it up. Maryland is not a stand-your-ground state. But I'm mentioning it on purpose just to let you know where this conversation is going. And there's certain things that, that you can and cannot talk about on YouTube without drawing uh, scrutiny from people, if you know what I mean. And so I'm purposely going to work around this in a way that you'll understand what I'm saying. And here's the point, is that in a stand-your-ground state, uh, you are allowed to use certain types of force in defense of yourself. Now, even in a non-stand-your-ground state, when you are in your own home, you're allowed to use those same methods as if you're outside standing your ground. So in theory, if somebody, and I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody breaks into a house that they're not entitled to be in and is squatting in there, and the true owner of the home enters the house... If there's a confrontation, guess who wins in court? The true owner of the house who does not have to retreat 
if they're in their own home. So you make sure you're in the right house, but we think you'd know that. And you would make sure that you had whatever tools were necessary with you both to get into the house and to defend yourself. Second Amendment tools. And then you would encounter whoever's in there illegally and you'd say, oh, by the way, guys, you need to get out of my house. And the second they did something that caused you to be fearful for your life, you've got the right to do something about it. And like I said, it doesn't matter, stand your ground or otherwise, because you're in your own home. And remember, that's the definition. It's not that you're in the home you've occupied for a certain length of time. It's that you are in your own home. Now, I know some people say, Steve, I don't feel comfortable doing that. For all I know, they are likewise equipped, and it could get ugly. That's possible. That's possible. So I'm just letting you know that there are two probable ways to resolve this. One is run to court, get the injunction, go serve it on them, have the hearing and see if they show up. They probably won't. Number two is enter your own home and see what happens. (laughs) So that's my advice to these people. But I did find it odd when they said this is a civil matter for the sheriff. Because generally speaking, civil matters, what they say, means you go to court and hire an attorney. And I understand people say, Steve, it's going to cost a lot of money. It probably will cost you some money to get an attorney to do all that work, to get the injunction, the restraining order, and the show cause hearing and all that stuff. Yeah, it's going to cost you some money, unfortunately. But your house is a big investment. And you've already invested a ton of money in your house. Uh, You want to get those people out as quickly as possible. And so there's that. So there you go. But it's a crazy story. And like I said, I've never heard the resolution of one of these in the news. And I wish they would cover that because so many times news stories have the big explosion at the front end and they disappear. And so what what happened to that story we heard about? So as of right now, though, there are strangers living in a Maryland couple's home. And they said they have a lease that they got from Quinn. Now, we don't know if that's Quinn the Eskimo or not, but uh, they don't know his last name. And it sounds like somebody's pulling a scam, either on them or on the homeowners, or of course, obviously, both. Stories from WUSA 9 and Tom and Carlton both sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Red meat is not bad for you. Now, blue-green meat, that's bad for you.